0: From the tutors of life podcast where we research life so you don't have to episode 243 this is your host sean Tudor,
1: and this is sam this is a tutor episode where we try to teach you something new
0: joe rogan mm-hmm. had elon musk on the podcast again oh cool last week it was so fucking
1: are great. they smoking again
0: no 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 okay no. Partway through, like a little ways in the beginning, they pause the podcast mm. so that Joe can go shoot an arrow into his cyber truck. D- destroyed the arrow. Boom. Blew it up. Didn't barely scratch that cyber Wait, truck. But
1: Elon drove there in,
0: in a his cyber, cyber truck? truck. Cool. And then, like, must have left the cyber truck wherever because then he flew out to England. It's Elon Musk. Whatever. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But, anyways, um, Boom. So partway through, shoots an arrow at the Cybertruck, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hour and a half later, they order pizza on the podcast. and They ate, they eat a pizza while on the podcast. So all you hear is just Joe and Elon just munching on pizza. It was glorious. That's awesome. It was, <laughs> it's glorious.
1: Is that what you were listening to when I got home?
0: No. Uh, now it rolled into the episode with Tim Kennedy. Oh, okay, good. But, uh, it just funny. I was listening to it to Jim Training Legs because that makes sense. It does make sense. Um, yeah.
1: That's fun. Cool.
0: I just thought it was funny. It is. Because.
1: Those two just get wild. They just don't.
0: The thing is, dude, is like. The average podcaster, I would say, if they're eating pizza on the podcast people are just gonna be like okay yep i'm done and turn it off Mm
1: -hmm. but you know people were like invested in that
0: but it's yeah joe rogan elon musk they're listening (laughs) It don't matter if they're eating pizza or not dude millions of people are listening to those two just munched down on pizza yep it's funny i love that yeah um yeah let's see okay so
1: okay so topic of the day yes
0: i wondering, catching up?
1: No, because we're not supposed to do that on these.
0: All right, whatever. Okay. I was told this the first year in business, went to a conference in Madison mm-hmm. with Ryan. Mm-hmm. Lady at the front asked, what is the most important thing in business? And I nudge Ryan and I say, I think I know the answer. And he's like, don't say it because him and I are like
1: the two youngest people, there. two
0: youngest people in the room, been business owners for like six minutes. We got Broto lock sitting behind us, you know, multi multi million dollar company. Mm. And Ryan and I are just these and He's like, don't, don't talk. And I'm like, I think I know the answer. And some people are like saying some stuff and in in like,
1: it was a conference for, uh,
0: Assisted living.
1: Yes, specifically for assisted living. Yeah,
0: it's a for assisted living. And some people are like, oh, care.
1: Helping people.
0: Helping people, uh, whatever. Finally, I raised my hand. I was like, money. And the lady's like, you're right.
1: Did everyone laugh? Like when you said money, did everyone start laughing? Yeah. And then she's like, you're right. And they're yeah. all like, oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's legitimately what happened. Yep, sounds about it. Um, and she's like, money more importantly, the topic of the day profit-hmm It is just so it's just so obvious to me in that moment because everyone's sitting here talking about give you know care, helping, serving, whatever right but, um,
1: but how can you do that?
0: How can you do that?
1: like what do you need to be able to do that
0: You have to have a business right How do you have a business? It has to be profitable. Or how do you have a business? You have to have money. How do you keep a business? It has to be profitable.
2: Mm.
0: And uh, it's just so obvious. And people, you know, don't like that. And I've talked to people so many times about that. It's like, it doesn't matter what your business brings in. If you don't have profit, your business is nothing. Right. You know, you can bring in ten million dollars, but if you spend ten million dollars, you've got nothing. Right. So you got to figure out. You know, you've got really two options: make more or cut expenses. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And so, topic of the day is profit, and it's the most important thing in business.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a different thing. There's a different difference between being greedy. And just, like, making money or, like, trying to get your company profitable. There's different ways to go about it. Like, greedy greed is a deadly sin, and it is, like, being selfish with money, kind of. Yeah. Because, obviously, like, you need to make sure your business is making money, but you don't need to be an asshole about it. Right. I mean, there are people we know that, um, I guess I do not that we know there are people out there that they charge an asinine amount to poor saps that they know will pay f- anything to get it done because they know they're not going to go reach out to other contractors or um, they're just so desperate that, th- that they're just like well you're here now and I need this done now so you- I'm- I will pay you anything and I think there's a way to do that with like There's ways that people do that that are very greedy and not just for making profit.
0: So I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. But I've recently started changing my mindset on that. And here's what I mean by that. Go
1: ahead. Greed is like the extreme, the extreme, extreme of making money. Like there's a way to do it that is greedy. But making more money is not greedy
0: right so how i see greed how mm-hmm. i see greed myself is like um either not knowing when to to slow down mm-hmm. or stop what what i see greed is greed to me is not providing a high quality product but for an astronomical amount of money
2: mm-hmm.
0: so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so so what i change my mind to what i'm changing my mind to is this you know in in the contracting world that I'm in, we see these astronomical bids that come in from companies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was always like, "What the fuck? Like how can you possibly charge that, right?" Yeah, like the perfect example was the thirty thousand dollars quote for a roof that costed us seven or seven grand to do, yeah. And to me, I was like, this is astronomical. This is stupid. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. But what I've started to change to think of is like, say I didn't call anyone else. Mm -hmm. Say it's my forever home. Mm -hmm. And say I'm willing to pay 30 grand. What if I have 30 grand budgeted?
2: Yeah.
0: What if I didn't call any other contractors? What if I just like, Heard 30 grand was like, I've got 30 grand and it's really high quality work. It's high quality materials. You got a 25 year warranty. You're not going to have to worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, like in that realm, I'm starting to change my mind of like, okay, it's astronomical to me because I know how to shop and I know how to find guys who can do quality work for yeah. cheaper, right? But the guys I'm finding, I've got to search for, I've got to vet, and typically the vetting process is through using them on my projects to find out. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get referrals and shit like that. But but so what I'm getting at is like if you're a customer and you're willing to pay a price to not have any headache and you charge these prices and they're willing to pay it, Mm I think I just changed my mind to, like, good for you.
1: So would you call it greed if they didn't produce, like, a high-quality product but we're charging that
0: amount? 100%. Okay. Because when I go into some of these projects, and Kyle and I have done it multiple times, we've gone in after these people have done these projects for more than we would have charged. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, way more than we would have charged. And I'm like this is fucked. this is fucked. this is fuck, right? Like all kinds of it is not good. And and when I see that kind of stuff, I'm like, this person was greedy Mm -hmm. because they didn't give a top tier quality product.
1: So you're charging top dollar for low quality.
0: Correct. That to me is greed. Yeah. But like a lot of the projects that like Kyle and I have put out, and, you know, I've seen some people put out some products, uh, products like at Parade of Homes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I see some of the work these guys do, and I'm like, you know, not me, but I see how people would be willing to pay these prices. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, all, when Kyle and I put out a product, it is it is rare that I'm not very pleased with the product. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
0: It's the... It, it, yeah. And, it, and typically the times I'm not pleased with the product is when we didn't have good bones to begin with.
2: Yeah.
0: It's not our work. It's the fact that the walls were unlevel, The, the floors were on level and the customer didn't want to pay to like take out the form, you know, whatever it is, or like it was on a flip and we didn't want to go that in depth on it or whatever.
1: And then you would lose profit.
0: Then we lose. Yeah. Then we lose profit. And so those are, but like the, the actual like quality of work the the work we do ourselves mm. i am like never really disappointed in it right mm. um and and i see a lot of that with some of these other contractors in the area i'm like yeah that's good work mm. so what i'm getting at is if somebody's willing to pay for your service and you're giving quality mm and not so so may, so you're giving quality at the price you're asking for so what i mean by that is this you can give three tiers good better best
2: mhm
0: and as long as you're providing the quality in the good better get best category for what you're charging say go hog wild mhm you know yeah get what you can get if the people are willing to pay it that's what the market is yeah if they if someone's willing to pay 30 grand for a bathroom um and it's, you know, it's a, a, a normal bathroom turn. Yeah. You know, you got your, you just a, a, a main level bathroom, nothing crazy. You got your tile floor. You got your clip-in shower. You got your double vanity. You got your toilet. If someone's willing to pay 30 grand for that. Do it. Good for you.
1: Yeah. The reason I wanted to point out greed first before we go deep into this is because you need to get over the mindset of being greedy. If you're... Giving the best quality, Mm
2: -hmm. you
1: can charge the best prices. 100%.
0: Um, And you can do it with a good conscience.
1: Right. And it just, you need to get over that hump of like thinking you're being greedy. Yes. But you need it. it's good to keep that in the back of your mind, but it's also something to only keep in the back of your mind, not being like, oh, like I feel like I'm being greedy for charging $100 a square instead of $50 a square. But it's like, well, everyone else is charging $200 a square. So even if I'm charging $100, I'm still doing really good. Right.
0: Yep.
1: So, yeah, it's it's keeping that in the back of your head so you don't go overboard, but allowing your company to be profitable. Because once you're more profitable, then you can put that... I'm sorry, I should let you go. No, go for it. Okay. Because once you're more profitable, then you can... Start putting that money back into your company, um, which will just allow your company to grow. You can invest into the people in your company to get them to grow, um, and just it, it be able to make your company even better and more efficient, and give out those better services, best services to more people. Right. But you have to make profit in order to do that.
0: You do, you do. And part of that, and I talked to Nick about this on Friday, um, having an abundance mindset. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you go and do a sale or a quote or, you know, whatever you're doing, however you're like, this was the case in assisted living all the time. I wasn't afraid to get turned down. Mm -hmm. If they said no, I'm like, all right, whatever. Sounds good. Because I know. They're either gonna find someone of lesser quality than us in the area mm-hmm. and they'll go with them and then they're gonna call us back in six months, or they're gonna go through the gambit of all the people and no one's gonna have gonna be able to do it and they're gonna call us back and accept what I said. Mm-hmm. And I did I did that with like flipping houses and you just have to have and if you lose it, you lose it. You have to have and, and Nick talks about this with Affleck and shit, you have to have an abundance mindset going in if you if someone's not ready to commit on that no worries like mm. it's not you, there's going to be more mm-hmm. there's going to be another customer who wants your service at the price you're asking
1: yeah it's such a, a smart thing to do because as soon as you think like you need to you need the sale then you're going to sh- short yourself
0: you're going to short yourself possibly lose profit mm-hmm. um for example Kyle Knight on one of our flips we saw it and we did like rough calculations just from a quick walkthrough like, oh yeah we could probably do this ask the guy what he wants and he shows price and we're like okay yeah we could do that without any hassling nothing that project it still ended up being profitable Mm -hmm. but when we got into that project, we ran into a couple of hiccups we didn't know about. Right, yep. ended up being ten grand more than we thought. And it's one of those things where, like, you know, we could have. Why didn't we barter? Why, you know, why didn't we like? Why didn't we think about cause almost every project we do? We run into these things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why didn't we buffer that? In, you know, why weren't we like?
1: Yeah, like putting in a bigger buffer. Or, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was just foolish of us. Mm-hmm. And so, and what it is is, you know, in a quick walkthrough, you can only see so much because tenants have shit in the way.
1: Mm-hmm. Or if you're taking out walls or moving walls or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you don't know what's behind them, stuff like that. And then and then the the owner is telling you something or the tenants tell you something, hey, I, Sorry. And you just take it at like face value and don't have time to dig deeper. And that's where...
1: Yeah, people like to lie.
0: You know, whether it's lying or whether it's not telling all the truth, you know, Mm -hmm. because they're not necessarily lying. They're just leaving shit out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) I remember those people in group home days.
0: Oh, dude, for sure. I mean, you just get people who are like they tell you half the story. Yep. And you get that in flipping and stuff and, and you get that everywhere. But but the the main part is like you need to be conscious that you might only be getting half the story mm-hmm. and you might need to ask for more or it, less.
2: It
1: is interesting to think about that like when we sell stuff, like our buyers are always like bartering in some type of way. Like for the most part, like I mean, yes, some are bartering, I guess, up in price and whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, I mean, especially recently, now that it's a more of a buyer's market than a seller's market. Yeah. We've had multiple buyers be like, oh, well, this says it could possibly be an issue, so let's take $10,000 off the price. Yeah,
0: dude. And yeah. it's just like,
1: okay, but it's not actually an issue. Uh, but it could. Right. And it's just like, but we don't do the same thing when we buy stuff. We're just like, no, that works. Yeah, sure. Like, we don't.
0: I know. And that's funny. that's the thing. That's the thing with it, though, is like when you think of profitability, you have to, you almost have to start doing that
2: stuff.
1: Yeah. You have to think about it from multiple ways. Like like you said, you have to make more money and cut expenses. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the expense was buying the house. So, we should have thought like, okay, how can we cut this more?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so in, in people, you know, when you're thinking of your profit, a lot of people aren't thinking about this, right? So just use contracting for an example. A typical labor wage right now is $75 an hour.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but that's typically for, that's typically for. Um,
1: like single contractors?
0: Single contractors. Thank you. Um, self-employed people or whatever and people just say $75 an hour labor rate. But those people typically have a general contractor over them feeding them work mm-hmm. and they're getting their 75 and so the general is charging a different price. What, right? Yeah. And the general is typically charging around $150 an hour. And the same thing goes in electrical and like HVAC and all that shit. Sure, they're rate to go do a repair or to fix something or maintenance for you know electrical hvac plumbing a lot of them's like 90 to 100 dollars an hour 90 to 110 right yeah but when they do an install of something you know they do an install of a new furnace and ac they they got Crazy markup! They're making a couple, few hundred dollars an hour, mm-hmm. and that's what we found out in roofing too. Yeah, you know roofing people were charging, you know at the at the lowest end for a single story, low pitch 412 612 pitch roof, five hundred dollars a square, right mm-hmm. up to six hundred fifty seven hundred dollars a square. And Sam and I calculated out, and we're like, okay, you're making two hundred dollars a labor hour. Um, but so, but so what I thought, you know, for, for what I thought is I was like, you know, you can only charge 75, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, you gotta, you gotta be fair, fair market all this. You can only charge 75, but, but I chatted with a good friend of mine and, and gave me some insight and some knowledge. And he made points that I knew, you know what I'm saying? Like I knew these points
1: and I've been trying to tell Sean, and these Sam points.
0: and Kyle have both been trying to tell me.
1: But Sean's too nice of a guy. He didn't want to be greedy.
0: They said t- trying to tell me, and I'm just trying to figure out how to cut expenses to make the labor rate work, right? And but here's the thing: we got we got two trucks,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we got two trailers and a dump trailer, so three trailers. Because mm-hmm. we got a trailer to haul materials and shit. We got a trailer with all our tools, and then we got um we got our dump trailer. Um, we have uh, office space, which we just upgrade our office space size so we could have garages because we have extra materials and tools to store mm-hmm. plus a place to store our trailers and trucks and stuff. And so and so, we've got that, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and then we have the back end shit, right? So we've got Brooke, possibly, well, Sam coming on
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and doing stuff for us and we've got this building out systems
1: um yeah i mean we got the the software we need to pay for
0: software for for uh crm estimating quickbooks you got your spectrum you got your heat ac you know you've got all this stuff maintenance on the vehicles new tools insurances
1: (laughs) taxes taxes
0: all that shit and i'm sitting here like you know if i'm paying the guys x amount x amount this leaves me this much per man hour. Okay, well, what if we go over five hours, ten hours on a project because of something unexpected? Mm-hmm. Fuck, we, we just ate up all that.
1: Our whole miscellaneous Our, we put in there.
0: Yeah, everything. And, and um, that's happened multiple times. And then it's like, okay, well, how are we supposed to pay my wage to find the... The, the stuff, the deals, the properties, the customer work, whatever. How are we supposed to pay for the building? How are we supposed to pay for the tools, the truck? How, you know, how are we supposed to pay for all that shit if we're only charging this and the guy's got to get paid this much? You know what I'm saying? And then it finally, after going through all that, it just clicked. I, you know, when I talked to, talk to my friend on Friday, it's like.
1: He just, Sean sometimes just needs someone a little higher up.
0: Just fucking tell me. Just tell me it straight. Mm. And uh,
1: I just a little thing. I'm going to use that now. I'll I'll just message him and be like, hey, can you just tell Sean ah, this? So then I don't have to keep trying.
0: Oh, my God, babe. But I was I just you know what? It, It made me realize that like that position to to solve a customer's headache. You can charge more. Mm hmm. Because
1: they're not going to have any doubts with you. Then they know that like if they need to change something, you'll be flexible with it.
0: Yep. There's
1: not going to be issues when it's done. You They know like if there is any inspections or permits you need, you'll get them if you need yep. them. Like it, there's no questions when you do stuff.
0: Right. Or they could go get just any other person. And, and this is something that Ryan talked to me about and why Ryan like likes using us is it's not like we're going in and just doing floors. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're going in and just doing a bathroom. We do everything, mm-hmm. everything. Your plumbing, your electrical, your floors, your drywall.
1: Painting, trim. Painting,
0: trim, everything. We do everything. We can do exteriors, interiors. We can do literally everything. Mm-hmm. Decks, concrete, whatever, yeah. right? And so it's, his thing is like, Ryan's like, I hate the fact that if I send a, a guy in to do floor in the vanity shit, he can't change out the vanity. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the, uh, a light, a light is out and we need a new fixture. They did the floors, but now I got to send another handyman mm. guy in to do that.
1: And you're able like, you and Kyle know what order everything needs to go in too. Mm-hmm. And if it's just, I mean, like. Ryan doesn't really know construction. So how does he know that the vanity needs to be taken out before floors need to be done? Oh,
0: right. Yeah, because, I mean, did you think about it? You send a a guy into floor and he floors around the vanity and then you're like, fuck the vanity shot. We need a new one of those. Mm -hmm. Now the floor, the vanity is not matching the floor. It's all fucked up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. and, And like the other thing is when Kyle and I are there, we go. Hey, dude, this, 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 this is also messed up. Mm-hmm. Would you like it addressed? Address this and this. See what you can do with this. Done I deal. deal. Um, and so like, but the thought is, yes, we can charge more because we are a la carte. We're solving your headaches and all that because we're not just a one place shop that a general's helping us out to we are the general Mm. we're the whole picture Mm. and so i I had to be told that Mm. and i and it makes a lot more sense
1: Mm. yeah i mean it's just simple like supply and demand kind of thing like yes like there is a lot of contractors but then you have to break it down of like what type of contractors are well there's good there's better and there's best different types of contractors right so
0: Uh, there's bad
1: well, yeah. There's also bad.
0: There's also bad.
1: There's very bad. There's bad. Yeah. <laughs> there's neutral, good, good better, yeah, bad. There's, yeah. a
0: yeah, there's a lot of cats. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah. As I've seen, bad. bad. I've seen very bad.
1: There's also the DIYers.
0: Hey, yeah. That's horrendous. Is what that? That's in a horrendous category. I was
1: telling. I think it was Sam Janky this weekend, this past week. He was talking something about like doing work to his house, and I said that there's been houses that like. You've had to pass on because people did DIY stuff to it, and it was so bad that like you couldn't even fix it, and to make money off of it,
0: hundred percent.
1: Like, cause it was like something like someone opened up a wall and then didn't put a header in, but they were asking an astronomical amount. Like it was like four hundred thousand dollars for the house, and sure you could sell it for five hundred, five hundred fifty, but you need to put a header in. You needed to like jack part of it up. It was ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, a good example of that is when we looked at that house with Catherine for you and I to buy in Chippewa Falls.
1: Oh, no.
0: One acre. I liked the main level and it was like the main level with the loft. Yeah. Loft it was, area. It,
1: they're called by levels.
0: Is it? Was a, that's what it was, was. This one was a buy level that we looked at?
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. Is it was a buy
0: level. Okay. it's was a buy level. I can't remember exactly. It was like, a, yeah, so bi-level. So you have like the lofted upstairs.
1: It's like a half a story. Half
0: a story, overlooking the, the living room. Mm-hmm. And then you went down a half a story or whatever. Yeah.
1: And it was beautiful fenced in yard.
0: Fucking like It was like an acre.
1: Yeah. And Three
0: stall attached garage.
1: And then a two stall detached.
0: And a two stall detached. Yes. So anyways, it was in our price. We were willing to spend. Mm-hmm. I go and so I'm loving everything.
1: The upstairs is beautiful.
0: Upstairs is beautiful. The garage getting me fucking breathing heavy. I walk to the basement. They fucked up
1: so badly. All of
0: the drywall. So you're talking thousand square feet mm-hmm. of fuck drywall.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Bathroom shit job. Mm-hmm. They didn't finish. They didn't finish like. The closets they didn't finish certain parts of the bedrooms, like
1: a closet that was accessible to like the second living room, but they wanted it for the bedroom they created, so they just like cut a hole in the drywall, didn't frame it out or anything. It was so bad. And
0: so I was just sitting here, I was looking at this, and I'm like, to fix all this bullshit, we're gonna have to demo it and redo it be in like 25 grand to mm-hmm. redo this shit and i was like now it's out of our budget mm-hmm. now could i have done it on the weekends after sure mm-hmm. but like when i'm buying something at like market value for us to move into and then i'm hit with that i'm like no
2: Mm-mm.
0: i'm not even dealing with this bullshit yeah um which it's the DIY. average person like the average person doesn't know that house sold within a week yeah it's They don't don't know. But I just can't. And I told Catherine, I was like, I can't live with this. Yeah. It's not.
1: That's why we just had to get a house that we did ourselves, pretty much. That was our issue with Robin Road. Robin Road was before we really started doing anything construction-wise. Yeah. And there was a part of the hallway. Oh, they took part of the living room and added it to the master bedroom to put in a fucking walk-in closet. Yeah. But the drywall job they did was
0: terrible
1: awful and it bothered me the entire because when we walked through it originally like you're when you're first doing a showing like you don't really pay attention right and that was the, it was the cheapest house yep and everything and then like after we did after we finished all of our demo work and everything we did to the house then i started noticing that part of the wall yep. and it bothered me for the rest of the fucking time oh lived dude there. once
0: you know now now we can kind of walk through a project now we can kind of walk through project and see.
2: All those and, things.
0: And all, Yeah, and all those things so we can address them. But we were just getting started. We didn't yeah. you know all that stuff. Um,
1: we have the eye for it, as some people say. Sure.
0: Now back to profits. Yep. Um, you got to think all your back end shit. You guys have to account for that stuff. You a- should.
1: Every little thing.
0: Everything, dude. Everything, if you want to fucking, you got to account for if you got to take someone out for a meeting and get a coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, that shit's got to be accounted for. You got to think about that stuff. If you're driving places with a company vehicle or you're just, uh, it's got to be accounted for. Your time has to be accounted for. Like, if you weren't doing it, somebody would have to do it. That's Mm got to be accounted for.
1: Or, like, if you had to go make an extra material you're on, you're not only, like, spending that hour. Oh,
0: yeah, that's really good.
1: Like, going to do it. You're also not making money off of that hour. So, it's kind of like... A double negative. It's
0: an it's opportunity cost. Yeah. So you got... So just say... Let's just say you're charging $100 an
2: hour.
0: Just hmm You're $100 an hour and you're on the job working. You're in your flow state.
2: hmm
0: Boom, you run in. You realize you didn't get enough flooring. Now you're like, fuck me. What do I do? You run through a few scenarios. Okay, I want to finish this project. So you drive to pick up the floor. Mm-hmm load up the floor, drive back. Took an hour, okay? Mm. That's one hour. So you just lost $100 or you just spent, you just spent $100 driving to get that that you don't get paid for from this job.
2: Mm.
0: Second, you missed out on an hour build, Mm -hmm. An hour you could have been billing at that time and instead you were driving it, wasting that was not being accounted for. So now it's $200. And then... You're no longer in flow, so you have to get rolling back in, which usually takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So now this having to pick up go get material and come back just costs you two hundred and fifty
1: bucks. Mm. And you gotta really like break it down because there are obviously some things like if it's paint, you can't really let your wet roller sit out because it might dry out by the time you get back with the paint. Right. So you gotta clean off whatever you have and then Get it all back and ready once you get back. So like, you really need to think of like, okay, how long did I did it take for me to um, take down everything I needed? Or yeah, so I'm mean, the away? paint
0: thing's a terrible example because okay. you can just wrap it. But what you said there, absolutely. Do I have to pack up tools because mm-hmm. there's a possible of it getting stolen? Yeah. Do I have a workbench so I got to put tools and organize shit, whatever? Do I got to you know what do I got to close up? What do I got to clean mm-hmm. up, etc. You're absolutely right. Then when you get back. What do I have to reset back up to get back going? Da, da, da. So yeah,
1: it might not just be a half hour of flow state you're missing out on. It could be more than that. Too, yeah. Depending on what it is. Which
0: typically it is. I mean, especially if, if it's only one person working or, or something, like
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're going to have, you're going to have your tools strewed about everywhere. You're going to have, you know, all that shit going on. And so the, the big, 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 big thing here is like you have, to be diligent and forward thinking. Mm-hmm. What in, in in anything profit wise you have to do that because you have to think of the next day mm-hmm. and the next week. Mm-hmm. And what could be coming in the pipeline that could fuck up your flow. Yeah. Because the more you're in full, the more profits you can make. Yes. And so you have to be diligent in thinking what kind of things may be coming up that could throw me off of this. Mm-hmm. And they then they need to be addressed
1: yeah so one way to make so to make yourself more efficient basically is the making more money in so when
2: right.
1: you, you obviously need to charge more money
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then you need to be more efficient yeah. so that's making sure you have absolutely all the materials you need and maybe a little extra 100%. because having that little extra just in case could save you 250 dollars right and you're only spending what maybe an extra twenty dollars up front
0: yeah Or, I mean, another good thing that, like, is a good general habit for construction guys is, like, if you're at a project and you're there for, like, a while, before you leave for that day, plan out the whole next day. Mm -hmm. Go over your materials. Go over the project. Make sure there's nothing missing for that next day. Yeah. And if there is, perfect. You can order it. Pick it up on your way to work the next morning you don't lose out i mean you that that's you're just a 30 minute reroute in the morning
1: um and also like oh you made me lose my train of thought sorry efficiency blocking time blocking yeah definitely do time blocking um this is something we're trying to improve with sean and his business is Mm. because like he'll work in the office for two hours in the morning and then you'll go get coffee and then he'll be back in the office for two hours and then he has to go meet with so-and-so and then he, he's like, well, I got an hour. What should I do with it? And then he kind of, I mean, does whatever. Fucks but, off. Yeah. So instead, like we should be having Sean maybe have only meetings with people two days a week and he can just have some of those things back to back to back to back because then... Especially he-
0: in the afternoon. Mm-hmm.
1: Because then especially, like, once he gets going on anything, so it could be on the job site, it's going to be better for him and the guys if he's on the job site the whole day or six hours versus Mm -hmm. if he's only there for two hours here, two hours there, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: one hour here. Because you can't really set up anything
2: Mm -hmm.
1: or... Even if it's like something on the computer, you can't really get your mindset in the right place mm-hmm. for like half an hour. So if you only right. have two hours, then you actually only have an hour and a half. Right. So it's it's definitely um, one way to make more money, be more efficient. Mm-hmm. Then we can go like to the expenses route. We've already talked about this in a different podcast. Make sure all of your leaks are filled. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: make sure all your holes, holes. are patched.
1: Holes are patched. There, there you go. go. Leaks are filled. Wow. Good job. Um, t- take account of all your individual expenses and like everything. Supplies you need for your office. Mm-hmm. Are you getting the best quality supplies or are you getting the cheapest quality supplies?
0: I had lunch mm-hmm. with another good friend of mine last week.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, do you know how much money I spent on paper towel and ass wipe last month? And he told me, and I was like, "Bro, I would have never thought about that." Yeah, like in that business, I wouldn't be thinking about how much money towels and ass wipe costs. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Bro, that's a big expense."
1: Yeah, dude, I um, I know multiple businesses that do not keep track of their expenses and just let their employees buy whatever they want
0: holy fuck so like dude. a
1: handful of people will have access to like their amazon business amazon and people will just like be like oh i need um i don't know i need new writing pads Ooh, let me get these fun colorful ones that are five dollars more than the plain white ones Fuck! Like, yes, it's only five dollars, but how many times a year are you doing it? What mm, else mm. are you doing on it? Are you, you know, spending millions of extra dollars in hotel upgrades oh, for the tax money?
2: Hey. Right? Like,
1: you do you need, track your money? Track your money. You need to have a budget. And honestly, if you're growing a business, who cares if you have one ply versus two ply? Guess what? All your employees are gonna use less if it's one ply versus if you had two ply. <laughs> Saving money in both Save ways. Saving the
0: money, there
2: you go. Or they
1: might use more because it's one pot. But you know. Yeah, whatever. Way. Um, so, yeah, keep, fill those. God, I patch those holes. Patch the holes. Keep track of all your expenses.
2: Yep.
1: And then be more efficient. It, be more efficient. It goes back into the cutting cutting costs.
0: Yeah. Well, perfect example of being more efficient. I'm told about a program. Mm hmm. Where for, depending on how how the the level of intensity you want, it's thirty dollars to seventy five dollars. Mm-hmm. You can pull up, uh, uh, you can get pictures or pull up the house, and measure the roof or get pictures of the siding and all that, depending on like how in depth you go. But you get rough, like clo- close enough to make orders, close enough to make estimates and orders. Oh wow. Not for like some of the minute details like the windows, but like you can get how much siding you need, mm-hmm. how many corners, um, how many starter strips for for your roof. You get how many vents you need, yeah. how much ridge cap you need if you need valleys, like how many square it is, everything, and thirty to seventy-five dollars depending on like if you seventy-five if you want the roof and the siding and the windows and all of that measured. It would take me more than an hour to get those measurements. Plus, I would have to haul around a fucking ladder with me, you know. And see do the, all
1: those things. Yeah,
0: to go, you know, get all that shit. And so I'm just sitting. And then I'd have to sit down, calculate a all, all that stuff, make a whole list, send it off. Instead, for that price, the program already gives you the whole list of everything you need and then boom i can i can shoot that off Mm -hmm. and get an estimate and it's like things like that efficiency wise sure it takes money out of my pocket but i just saved three hours Mm -hmm. so what's three hours three hundred dollars for 75 yeah i just made 225 bucks or i i gave myself the opportunity to go make 225 Mm bucks
1: but don't be extreme with it because like there are some
0: oh man you can Mm -hmm. get you can go down this hole it it You can go down this hole of efficiency to a point of like, well, if I'm not making $100 an hour, I shouldn't be doing the task. Okay, well, are you working in all of the times when you would be – so like your laundry, Mm -hmm. you're cleaning your house, mowing your lawn, doing your oil change. You know, all of that shit. It's like if you're going to just sit at home and play with your dinghy or sit at home and watch Netflix –
1: then you could be doing you your can laundry. Then
0: your fucking house, dude. Yeah. Or whatever it is, right? Um, yeah, you can definitely go too far down the efficiency ladder. I
1: was also thinking like with the software. We've seen some construction software oh that would be God. incredible. Yeah. That are like $50,000 a year. Okay, well, it's probably not smart for us that's just starting out to pay someone's salary. Yeah, in, it doesn't make any sense. In a software. But if you're a bigger company... And you can go from having three people down to only one person because of this software. Well, you're saving money not having these other wages, so right. you can afford that.
0: Right. Love it. All right, guys. That's profit. You yeah. got anything else?
1: No. So we got, we, I mean, we definitely went over of- Charge more. Charging more and how to make more money. Make yep. it, Make more with your money. Right. And then cutting expenses.
0: Cutting expenses and then becoming more efficient. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. All right, guys, go out there, have a profitable business, and get after it.
1: See you.